Hello and welcome back to Spirit Mom. Today at Spirit School, we're going to learn about the Dark Night of the Soul. The term Dark Night of the Soul was originated by John of the Cross almost 500 years ago. Nowadays, this term is becoming mainstream in the spiritual world for good reason. It is a very large hurdle to get over in our spiritual path. A hurdle we'll have to continually jump over. It does get easier though as they either get smaller or we just get better at jumping over them. There are two kinds of dark nights of the soul and they both result in ego deaths. As we learned yesterday, that can be very, very painful emotionally and it can even physically. The first is the one you'll go through before coming here, before deciding to walk this mystical path you're being called to. If you were trying to cling to your original regular life of drinking on the weekends or every night or working nine to five, Monday to Friday, of trying to have the best car, the best kids, you went to the best schools, if you're still clinging to the rat race that is our advertised lifestyle we should be achieving, then you are killing your soul. I see a lot of people walking about dead in their souls. I think when the Bible repeatedly talks about the consequences of sin being death, they mean just that. Later they start referring to this as hell. These are physically lived situations your body is going through, the motions that your ego causes, like your body gets thrown into this hell. Your soul is thrown into this hell because your ego doesn't let your soul express itself. So it goes into full turmoil. Your soul can and will throw you into a crippling depression. It's not trying to hurt you, but it wants to live. Souls don't enjoy the same things as the ego. Souls want to fly by the seat of their pants, to live, to have adventures, to make mistakes, to learn, to grow. They want to be. If you don't allow your soul to live, if you don't nurture that part of you, it will destroy you. It can even throw one catastrophe after another at you as a catalyst for your awakening. Again, it isn't trying to hurt you, but you need to wake up. It will tell you you need to wake up before it starts throwing the big things at you. You'll get pings like, don't eat that or don't work at this job, you should stop drinking. Why don't you try yoga or praying or meditation, whatever the pain might be, it will always be something that would lead you to a greater life. Like if you pick up that donut, you just get this little, like, it's not a voice, it's a ping, like a little, oh, I should put that down. Listen to it, start listening. Too often though, humans say, nah, I'm good, that's too hard. Or something other equally egoed excuse, delivered by the ego, but cooked up by the shadow. Then comes the dark night of the soul you'll start slipping further and further into depression as your soul cries out and you you don't know why you'll you you'll you'll internally know but you'll act like you don't know you'll try antidepressants weed alcohol or any other drug to numb the pain or food food can be used as a drug and it very often is this will continue on and off until you wake up it could take 
years or decades or your entire life. There's, it's, that's the, one of the saddest things is people that just never woke up. They died still asleep. That is sad. Once you take that first step into awakening and keep taking those steps, then and only then will this pain start to recede. Eventually it will be gone completely and you'll be a person you never thought you could become. The spiritual path is called a, a path for a reason. The mind, the body, and the soul all need to be worked on. A lesson we'll dig into deeper later. They're the holy trinity. There's many holy trinities. Mind, body, spirit is one major one. That was the alarm clock version of the dark night of the soul. The next kind isn't as bad because you are more awake, hopefully, and you have and are accumulating more tools to help yourself. The second dark night, dark night of the soul is your ongoing ego deaths. As each new realization of what you need to eliminate from your personality comes to the forefront of your mind, it will cause deep pain. Sometimes this pain will send you spiraling backwards for a bit, like back like, oh God, am I even changed? Oh God, am I even evolving? The spiritual path can seem like two steps forward and one step back, but as long as you keep moving forward again, once and again, it pass, it will pass. You will be okay. This will also make a lot of sense once we get to the law of rhythm, one of the laws of the universe. Here's a, an example. Let's say you consider yourself a funny person and you're always going around telling naughty jokes, everyone laughs, people think you're witty, but your soul knows that words make the universe. It's sending you pings to shh, it's not worth the laugh. Just stay quiet and listen to other people talk and listen with compassion. The world doesn't need another naughty joke teller. Well, when you have the realization be accepted by your ego, it's gotten past all the no buts and the excuses the ego will make up for its behavior. Once it's gone through that filter system, which gets shorter and shorter as you progress, then whack, ouch, pain, you're into another dark night of the soul. That thick, twisted chest pain knot is back and you are so hurt and so embarrassed, so lost you don't know what to do with yourself. As you let this new realization in, words are power. By telling naughty jokes, I'm actually damaging the universe. For real. Like, ow. You sit back in front of the TV to binge watch Survivor because it lifts your spirits. You start gorging on chips and candy, but not alcohol. You've given that up and you're not going back. You are completely off your spiritual path. You're just down with an injury. You might start telling yourself, this is too hard. Maybe you should just quit, but hopefully you know you can't and you won't. Eventually the sting will pass like a breakup from a person you knew you shouldn't have been with anyways. Sooner or later, you'll be back on your feet. And the next time that an opening comes to make a naughty joke, maybe you change the words a bit so it's not so naughty, but eventually you'll get to a place where you just nod and smile and listen compassionately as other people speak. Learning to listen, listen compassionately is how we can channel more grace into this world. Another lesson for the future. So these dear people are, are our dark nights of the soul. Hopefully your first one is already gone with. If you're here learning these lessons now from the spirit school or any other growing resources, all the other growing resources on a multitude of platforms, it's a good indication that you're done with it. The first one should be over. Hopefully that's a one and done. 
situation if you're really into it. If you're in the early stages, you can go back and forth, but once you've really gone deep into the soul, there is no going back. So have patience with yourself during the second kind. Try to eventually steer towards healing productively because the second kind will be forever, probably for the rest of our lives. Try crystal baths, uh, self-fegio healing frequency, as well as singing bowls and very healing. Any sound healing will do wonders, meditations and prayer. Get deep into God and the universe and your own soul, which always helps speed up intuition and healing as well as spiritual progression. There are so many positive forward moving modalities we can use for healing. The tools and the information are out there. You can do this. The universe believes in you and so do I. Like tomorrow we're gonna learn about the power of being humble. It has deep, profound effects and follows our link of progression on how you should start on your spiritual journey. We dug out the shadow. We took note of the ego. And now we've learned of how the dark night of the soul will feel. It hurts. The first one, years, who knows how long it hurts, but hopefully you're done. And the second ones, you just learn to get through it. And staying humble, guess what? We'll learn more tomorrow. But when you learn to stay humble, you can kind of pass through those tiny, those tiny little you deaths because you're humble. You're humble with God and the universe. It doesn't matter if your feelings are hurt. You're humble. More tomorrow. Goodbye for now. See you then.